0: Hello, everyone. I hope you are all having a wonderful day, and I hope this podcast finds you well. Thank you for tuning in to our very first episode of Thursday Thoughts. So, before we get started into our topic, I want to just take a brief moment to talk about what my vision is for this podcast. My vision is that this podcast could be a resource or a tool for Christian believers all over the world, and that We can talk about the trials we face, the struggles, and just we talk about life, the good, the bad, and the messy. And of course, we talk about it from a Christian perspective and what our responses ought to be and how we need to be looking at these situations and these different topics. And of course, just looking at what the Bible says. So with that being said, if that interests you, you're going to find hopefully a really awesome resource for your personal study. So with that being said, let's get started. Today I want us to address and look at the question, what is your life worth? What is your life worth? So there's a song by a country music artist named Mitchell Timpany. It's this song called Bucket List. And the first line of the chorus goes, and I quote, Yeah, life is like a first kiss. You don't know how long it's going to last. All you get is what you get. And it gets real really fast. So I want to change up his course a little bit for our discussion today. And I want to say yeah, life is like a first kiss. You don't know how long it's going to last. And it goes by really fast. I think about my first kiss experience. I was terrified. I mean, literally exactly what Mitchell was describing here in the first line of the chorus, you know, you have no idea how long the first kiss is supposed to last because obviously you've never kissed anyone before. Your first kiss, you're nervous about it, or at least I was, because I had no idea how long it was supposed to last. I didn't know how long I was supposed to, like, hold the kiss for or if that was even a thing. And just, I remember being so nervous about it, and then, like a blink of an eye, it was over. And life is exactly like that. It's a great illustration. Life is just like a first kiss. We don't know how long it's going to last. And in in a blink of an eye, it's over. It goes by really fast. So that makes me think about a passage in James chapter 4. In James chapter 4, starting in verse 13, James says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there, Is sin. And so this may seem like a little bit of a tangent, but I promise it's connected to this question what is your life worth? Because we don't have a lot of time in life. Time goes by so quick. I mean, I feel like just yesterday I was an 18 year old heading to college, just graduating high school. And now I'm 22, have my first full time youth ministry position. And and living in a house and all this stuff, I mean, like, life goes by so fast. And we, especially as Americans in America, and really just as people all over the world, we have to stop living like we're guaranteed tomorrow. And this is a good place to start, because what is your life worth? You know, if I always think I have the next day, then it's going to affect how I deal with my problems today and how I live today and so <laughs> we live as if we're always guaranteed another moment but we're not. Life goes by in the blink of an eye. I think about myself Some I had a people who know me know this story but if you're tuning into this podcast and you don't know this story then I'll share it with you real quick. When I was 15 years old, I was in a very, very bad car accident the night before my sister's wedding. On July 31st of 2014, when I was 15 years old, I was ejected out of a car going 74 miles an hour. I had a brain aneurysm. I broke my right elbow, my left hand. I had road rash all over my body. I was unresponsive at the scene, spent like a week and a half, two weeks in ICU, Long story short, I shouldn't be here right now. I should have died that night. But by the grace of God and the mercy of God, here I am. And so as a 15-year-old boy, I started looking at life a lot differently after that accident and once I recovered and healed. Life isn't guaranteed. You know, and I I hope no one has to go through any traumatic experience or anything like that, but we need these eye-opening moments that help us recognize that life goes by really fast and our life really is a mist and here it's here one minute and then it's gone so in this little bit of time that we have with our lives what is your life worth i'm going to skip ahead a lot and i'm going to go ahead and talk about the main thing and it's that jesus said our lives were worth it jesus came here and lived and died for us Right, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever sh- would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. That's what our life is worth. Jesus said our life is worth it. The question is, are you living a life worth living? Are you living a life worthy of the sacrifice of Christ. I think of a lot of the news, you know, we've seen all a lot of the tragedy and the things that are happening in Afghanistan. And really all throughout time in certain parts of the world, Christians have been persecuted and deliberately sought out in a harmful way because of their faith. And those Christians I think of those in Afghanistan and those in other parts of the world who may be suffering for their faith right now. They're willing to live and die for their faith because they know what their life is worth. It was worth everything because Jesus said it was. And they're living a worthy life, a life worth living. And that's powerful. That's so powerful. What is your life worth? I think of all these people, like in Afghanistan and all these other places, who are suffering this persecution and other things like it, and they are still thriving for God and burning with the Spirit, and they are happy because of how much they love God. And then I think of how spoiled we are here in the United States, People are over there dying for their faith. And here we're having to beg people to come to church on Sunday and Wednesday night and to youth events. I understand health concerns with pandemics and health and all that stuff. I get it. But is God not greater than any of that? Is God not bigger than any of our problems? Is God not in control? Life or death, sickness or health. God needs to be our everything. What is our life worth? We need to live for God. Colossians 3 verses 1 through 3 says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When we become Christians, our life becomes the Lord's. Our life is all about Christ, right? Taking up our cross and following Him daily. That's what our lives are supposed to be about. And yet, we're struggling to go to church on Sunday. We're struggling to get to church on Sunday because, well, I don't really know if I want to get up or I don't know about this, I don't know about that. And we like we make excuses. I think of 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price so glorify God in your body are we doing that do we remember that we're not our own our life is the lord's our life is God what is your life worth it better be worth everything and you better be living it the way it's ought to be lived for the lord Romans 12:1 and 2, a very popular passage that all of you probably know. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You see, the thing is, when we realize that life is short, and it's fading, and that we belong to Christ, and when we live for Christ, our life is absolutely worth living. But when we don't live for Christ, when we don't transform ourselves and look different than the world, that's not a life worth living, and that's not a very worthy life. And that sounds kind of harsh, but what I'm getting to, and kind of like the punchline of today's Thursday Thought, is I want to flip the question, right? What is your life worth? I want to flip it. Is the life you are living right now worth dying for? Did Jesus die for the life you are living right now? Ooh. Ask yourself that question. Is the life you're living right now what Jesus died for? Hopefully the answer is yes. Hopefully you're living for Christ and you're presenting your body as a living sacrifice. That's life is worth a lot. And it's a worthy life. But if you're living for sin and you're pleasuring yourself into the desires of the world, Jesus didn't die for that life. Jesus died for the transformation that he wants to bring you. Jesus died for you, absolutely, yes, but he didn't die for you to live a life in sin. He died for you to renounce that, to be buried in baptism and to rise up a new creation, to wash away your sins, to accept him as your Lord and Savior. That's what Jesus died for. That's why your life is worth it because Jesus wants to see you truly live the potential that you were called to live in. So, I want to leave you with that last question. Is the life you are living now worth dying for? Did Jesus die for the life you are living now? Or do you need to change? What is your life worth? You see, how you live will show what you think your life is worth. How you live will show what you think your life is worth. If you're living in sin, then you must not think your life is worth very much. But if you're living in Christ, in the gospel, in life in the Spirit, then the fruit of the Spirit will be evident in your life. Is the life you're living right now what Jesus died for? Only you can answer for you. Thank you, guys. May God bless you.